Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Thought I'd do with today's podcast is in relation to some things that have come up this week and I suppose for, for want of a better word, it keeps coming up every single year that uh, I've been involved in the share market and helping people by educating them or, or helping with their portfolios. I was on uh, Sky Channel the other night on Tuesday night on Your Money or Call Like I Am quite regularly. As I said, about every month I'm on there. I think the next time I'm on is Melbourne Cup Day, so that's probably it's not very hard for you to remember that I'll be on that night. Um, and one of the callers that came up, I mean, most of the callers, or about 80% of the callers are ringing up about speculative type stocks that just I would never even look at, let alone put our clients' money into or even my own money into it. And, and, and in most cases, even if they gave me the money and told me to put it into the share, in all honesty, I could never put anybody's money into those sorts of shares. Not even if somebody gave it to me and said, put it in your own name and hopefully you'll make a lot of money. But just because most of those shares are just rubbish they're they're not performing or they're not producing things or it's all about speculation that they may produce things their share prices are very very low or five ten cents fifteen cents twenty cents some of them are 70 or 80 cents and this is the majority of callers that we get through to, to in sky channel and it's been like that for months and months and months where people have been you know ringing in with these um, type of questions and one of the gentlemen on the show rang in and, and he said, because oh, I was saying to people, just buy blue chip shares, buy the big shares, buy the top 50, top 100 shares and, and you'll make much more money and you'll have an easier lifestyle and you won't need to do as much research. And one of the gentlemen said, I don't have enough money to invest in blue chip shares. And, and my answer to him was, I've never heard so much BS in my life. And, and really, I'm not trying to be rude to anybody or to that individual gentleman, but I hear that so often where people say to me, oh, blue chip shares are too expensive for me. And there is absolutely nothing more further from the truth. I mean, you could, you know, it's, it's like saying an Indigenous person is not an Australian citizen. It's just, well, not an Australian. That's just plain wrong. I mean, t- to me, buying cheap is, is one of the things I talk about in my book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, where people think, oh, it's only 10 cents share, so I'll buy it because I can, for $1,000, I can have 10,000 10 cent shares. But I'd really, I'd rather own one $1,000 share than 10,000 10 cent shares because it's not about how many shares you own. It's about what the investment is and whether, the, whether and how much money you put into that investment and the return you're going to get out of it and the probability that you're going to get a good return out of it. There is no economic, fundamental, technical, logical reason why anybody could say, I can't afford blue chip shares. It, it, it has there has no valid argument there, and, and the more I hear about it, and I'm consistently hearing about it over the last few months, oh, I can't afford those blue chip shares. But you only have to go and look at Cochlear and CSL that were like, you know, whatever prices they were. I mean, Cochlear has, has gone up the roof, and, and Rio was only, you know, 18 months ago, they were saying it was going to go to $100, and it had gone from $30 or $40 up to $80, $90, and a double in price in a year. So would BHP, so would Cochlear. So lots of different big shares, and you're better off in those shares. And Probably the analogy that I can use is if you, for those people who've ever bought a house and we're really, really comfortable in putting half a million dollars into a house or a million dollars into a house or even $100,000 into a house. Or, uh, but the average house in Australia or in Melbourne is at least four to five, $400,000 or $500,000 in Sydney, roughly three to $400,000 ish at least in Brisbane. And we're happy to buy one house as an investment and put all our money into one house in one 
700 square metre block of land or 400 square metre block of land or one townhouse that costs six or seven hundred thousand dollars on 150 square metres of land. We're happy to do that. But the interesting thing, we're not happy to put all that money into one share, but a one share is just as much as an asset as one house. Now, if I said to you that, yeah, here's half a million dollars, let's go and put it into one house in Kew, Hawthorne, Malvern, Camberwell, um, Richmond in Melbourne or somewhere, you know, some of the nice suburbs in Sydney, like, you know, Mosman or some of those inner city suburbs around Sydney, the, the nice ritzy sort of suburbs. And you think $500,000 for a house and I could buy one. That's really cheap in those areas because normally prices of houses in those areas at least double that. So that's cheap. But if you had an alternative, say, okay, $500,000 for a house in one of those really nice areas, or you could buy ten fifty thousand dollar houses in outback near and right next to an open cut mine and you'd have 10 houses next to an open cut mine rather than one house would you do that if i'd ask you personally all of you would say no why would i own 10 houses next to an open cut mine um, even if there was news about that open cut mine saying it's going to close down and they're going to turn it into a water theme park remember it's in the hundreds of miles away from anywhere would you still buy it or buy those 10 houses because you can have 10 houses instead of one and that's the same argument about the share, share market, is that you wouldn't buy those 10 houses because you know you're not going to make money out of them. You know that there's really, really high risk there. There's an open-cut mine that could keep going. What happens if it does get a theme park? How is it going to make money anyway because it's miles away from anywhere? But people use a different philosophy to the share market. They're saying, well, yeah, I've got 10,000 10-cent shares for my $1,000 instead of 10 $100 shares, for example, or... shares, for example. I would always rather have a $50 share or a $100 share than a $0.10 share. Because the thing is, is with those speculative type of shares, they're very illiquid. The managed funds do not invest in those or or rarely would invest in them. Basically, the top 100 shares is most of the trading on the Australian stock market. I mean, most of the managed funds don't look outside the top 100 shares. Some of them do smaller companies, portfolios, etc. But that's not the bulk of the money on our marketplace. So you're getting very low liquid type of shares. Also, there's a lot of speculation about those shares, about possibly doing something, you know, possibly finding oil or possibly finding gold or possibly starting to produce different things. A lot of their fundamentals are really poor and they're very hit and miss. Out of 50 of those shares you'll find, you might make money out of one or two of them if you're lucky. And, and, and also, it really is that probability of saying, well, if you do start to make money, because people say if it's 10 cents, it's only got to go up one cent and I've made 10%. Whereas a $10 stock's got to go a whole dollar. Well, the $10 stock has got much, much more chance of making a dollar than a 10 cent share has making one cent. And when it does make that one cent, you're up 10%, people normally go, oh, okay, it could go 2% or 3% or it could double in price. And I've seen that so many times when people actually fluke getting one of these shares right. It goes up 10 or 20 or 30% in a couple of days. And they're going, yeah, okay, I'll keep this stock. And all of a sudden it plunges the other way. And then they don't know how to sell it. Then it goes below their buy price. And when it's below their buy price, then they can't sell because it is below their buy price. They say, I'll sell it when it gets back to my buy price. But then when it goes back to their buy price, they go, oh, it's going up again now, so I'll hang on to it. And they're on this merry-go-round, and most of the time those shares will go sideways or do nothing. They'll take your money. And the old story, what I talk about in my book, is the tortoise and the hare, and the tortoise always wins. And so to me, as I said, when somebody says to me, blue chip shares are expensive, I know they haven't done their research. I know they don't understand the share market because... If you actually looked at it on a logical point of view, there is absolutely no way that statement could come out of your mouth because it's nothing further from the truth. It doesn't matter. You look at Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett's company, you've got to pay over it, you know. I can't remember the price now, but last time I looked at them, they were well over $1,000 for one share. 
But if you look at the price history, people on that have made a gazillion dollars by buying into it at $200, $300, $500, $600, $800, $1,000. They've made lots of money and they've only had one share. You know, we, as I said, we're all happy having one house and that will go up because we feel safer with a house. But with shares, we seem to think if we've got 10,000 shares or 50,000 shares in this cheap, crappy company, that we're going to make more money. And it is just a false reality. And you are kidding yourself. So that's sort of way you think. I think you have a really good look at the situation and then determine whether that's the way you still want to go because 98% of the shares that I trade personally and we trade for our clients are all in the top 100 shares and there's no reason to change it because they're going to make you more money. I'll leave those thoughts with you for this week. Hope you've enjoyed listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst of Wealth Within. Take care. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.